Hello and welcome to a slash fanfic podcast, uh, a dual joint session between the minds of uh, Poddam America and the Antifada. We are we we've had a joint location, a cooperative mm-hmm. headquarters mm-hmm. for a few years now, but uh, we are uh, melding minds. We're meld. We're mind melding. Yeah, that's right. On a topic that I find uh, very interesting. Let's just jump right into it and that is the uh nicky books as i call him nicky books the book man yeah uh nikolai bukharin who um i asked sean to do this episode like half like six months ago something like Mm, that mm -hmm. long time ago because i um during my uh the end of my days at uh rt america i got interested in stephen cohen um, to sort of figure out the whole Ukraine situation, you know, and people have different views on him and his his perspective on it. And uh, one of his early works that doesn't get as much attention, but is generally regarded as a very uh, good one, prolific, is Bukharin and the Bolshevik Revolution, a political biography from 1888 to 1938. Uh, so I ordered that on Amazon. I've been reading it. And, you know, I like to uh, let books... Um, I kind of have a uh, slow road to to book f- completion. Mm. Right? I it's do a, not the royal road to science. It's the exactly. slow route to yeah. f- completion. You got to let it matriculate. Right, sure. You know, go yeah. bit by bit, piece let by it piece. bubble around in your brain a little bit. Yeah. It's good. So you, you this was like a six-monther. This was a six-monther. Yeah, I read some books in between that I just, you know, I can't. Uh, you would think that. The easiest thing to do is just read one book at a time. But Mm-mm. of course, that's not no. how the human mind works. No, I, I like to have one fiction and one nonfiction at a time. Although recently, for like the last month and change, I've been back to work and it's really hard to read. Yeah. So I, my, my, uh, my reading capabilities have declined remarkably, as have my speaking capabilities <laughs> and my thinking capabilities. But That's what work does to an MF. That is indeed FR, FR. That's right. On I, God. I used to do that. I admire that. I used to do one fiction, one non, and then the fiction kind of fell by the wayside because I just don't have the attention span. It's a lot more gratifying to read fiction, I feel like. It is. It is. I find... It's so hit or miss for me because there are fiction books that I'll pick up and it'll take me like three months to read them because it feels like sort of a plot and oh maybe it's a book that I feel like I should read and so you know Ministry for the Future by Mm. um, by Kim Stanley Robinson I read relatively quickly but it didn't grab me like some of his other books yeah Um, but like um, the when I get into something like J G Ballard's uh, High Rise. I read recently, mm. uh, which is a very interesting, dystopian, in, entrancing novel. I banged it out in like three days. So I, I never okay. know what, what it is that's going to, you know, bite. But. Yeah. Um, well, but uh, this book in particular is about a figure. This book bites. <laughs> <laughs> it's a biter, folks. It's, it's, a, it's a downer towards the end. It's a bit uh, of a downer, yeah. yeah. 1888 to 1938. Are we going to spoil the ending of the book? Um, yeah, I guess if you don't know that what happened to the Soviet Union, uh, turn off the podcast and yeah. <laughs> watch the movie. All right, fine. Real quick. So in 1983. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, 
I mean, uh, I guess is a spoiler alert. Or, or well, yeah, I don't know if you can really spoil it because so many different people have different perspectives and arguments about how and when it ended, when it truly began, when it truly fell, what yeah. the, what the germ of the uh, of the end was, if it really ended at all. Ooh, yeah. Remember when somebody tweeted that uh, they have behind-the-scenes information that USSR 2 is about to be formed? Really? Yeah. That was like a couple of years ago. And maybe they're right. Maybe that's what Putin is doing, is forming like a, an Orthodox Christian Duganist USSR 2 in his battle against Ukraine. I don't know. Could be. I mean, yeah. He is, he's quoted as saying that um, if, you, if you're a Russian... And you don't have any fondness for the Soviet Union, then you don't have a heart. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go back to it, then you don't have a brain. Mm. Um, Very conservative slogan there. He's yeah. Got. <laughs> I mean, the legacy of the USSR. Uh, maybe this can get us into like sure. why, why Stephen Cohen, why this book, why Bukharin. I mean, the legacy of the USSR. In some ways, I feel like. In, in my sort of political journey becomes less and less important as like mm-hmm. conditions are so much different and the baggage of those times weighs so heavily on people who consider themselves Marxists or communists or Leninists. Uh, it really ends up the legacy and the arguments, the polemics, the debates, like you had mentioned, you know, when did it actually start? When was like the, uh, the culmination of the revolution? When was the decline of the revolution? Blah, blah, blah. These sort of questions uh, take up a lot of space and a lot of time online and also offline in mm. like uh, sectarian groups and stuff like that. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, this is the sort of interesting and elementary sort of stuff if you take the communist project seriously uh, that you need to understand. Because r- regardless of where you fall down, where you fall on uh, the nature of the Soviet Union, whether it was really existing socialism, whether it was state capitalism, uh, whether they were moving towards communism, or whether Stalin and Stalinism was a step back, and you know, uh, wherever you land on, it's important to know this stuff mm. because um, if we're serious about changing the world and serious about politics, um, we should definitely to have a look at what people have done in the past right. you know, with the same sort of visions. Yeah, and it, it's interesting which figures from the you know the OGs uh, are remembered and which are not. And it's the OBs, old Bolsheviks, <laughs> old <laughs> all the Bolsheviks. OBs, yeah. <laughs> old uh, dirty Bukharin. <laughs> that's right. He was a little dirty. He was. Um, yeah. He got into some shit. Yeah, he was a real nerd. I mean, that's one thing you get from it. He's a fucking nerd, man. Trotsky. Very intelligent guy, yeah. Very intelligent. Trotsky was out there with a motherfucking, like, leather uh, trench jacket, mm-hmm. uh, trench coat, uh, riding in an armored train with a fucking cannon on top of it, just, like, slaying Cossacks. And Stalin was out there bombing and doing Robin fucking Banks. robberies. Yeah. yeah. Lenin was, you know, arriving at the Finland station. Meanwhile, Bukharin's like, I wrote my fourth manuscript about imperialism this year. <laughs> and he's he's busy owning uh, libertarians. Yeah, no. In his he, day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, He was like the original uh, libertarian baiter. Right. I mean, it's like his most famous tract on marginal utility theory is um, is about, is a critique of age of consent 
polemics by the Wait, by really? the libertarians. No, okay, <laughs> it would be funny there. though. Yeah. Like in the in the nineteen twenties, like he's already seeing that the libertarians are going down that pedo route. Yeah, <laughs> he has to write a polemic against him. <laughs> 